Great Uncle Jack turned around, pinning him with a glance. Before Paul could seek shelter by talking to someone else, Great Uncle Jack came over. Hello, Paul. His dark eyes gleamed. How are you feeling? Paul glanced at the urn. Mom had always buffered him when he'd met with his great uncle before. He blinked against the moisture prickling his eyes, hoping he'd scrubbed away all traces of the tears he'd shed earlier. He couldn't show weakness now. You miss her, don't you? Even if you don't want to admit it. Great Uncle Jack continued. You don't have to look at me like that. I was a teenager, too. None of us lions are good at showing our emotions. I'm an actor. I can show all sorts of emotions. Anger, joy, sorrow, fear. Paul put on a dopey grin, caught his grandfather's shocked stare, and let his face revert back to neutral. I'm not talking about acting. Great Uncle Jack draped an arm over his shoulders and tugged him towards the hall. You need to express your deepest feelings. Then I'd like to find out how she got exposed to that stupid virus. Was it those ugly roses? And why didn't Cass and I get so sick, even though we did have the same virus? Why didn't I get rid of those flowers before Mom saw them? It's all my fault. Great Uncle Jack paused to study a hollow, showing angels carrying people into clouds. When he looked at Paul again, his expression seemed more mask-like than a face mesh did. It was an occupational hazard. Why don't you take your mind off things for a while and stay on Earth? There's plenty of room in my penthouse. You could have all the latest stuff and go anywhere you want. His grip on Paul's shoulder tightened. What do you say? Paul's heart beat faster at the idea. After leave on Earth, the Sagan always seemed too confining. Once he turned 18, he'd have complete freedom. He'd have a lot more acting opportunities with Ramirez's troupe. Maybe he can even audition for a hollow. But Mom wouldn't be there. She'd never accompany him to an audition or attend one of his performances again. There'd always be an empty seat in the audience where she should be. How could he think about acting or having fun on Earth when she hadn't been laid to rest yet? Paul sighed, but he shook his head. Thanks for the offer. It sounds great, but Mom would want me to stay with Dad and Cass. You're old enough to make your own choices. You can do whatever you want, even if Joe wouldn't approve. Great Uncle Jack lowered his voice and drew Paul near, like a conspirator. I can give you more freedom on Earth than you'll ever get in that cramped old spaceship. Freedom. The word made Paul's skin burn. Or was it the light in Great Uncle Jack's eyes? The way his touch felt more like a cage than a chance to escape. Paul drew away. No, I'm going with my family. Are you sure? Absolutely. I thought as much, but I had to ask. It's okay. Great Uncle Jack frowned. If your family means so much to you, why don't you write a little tribute for your mother? Me? Write something? Paul swallowed. He couldn't write anything with such sweeping majesty as a Shakespearean sonnet. I don't know where I'd start. I mean, I know the rhyme scheme, but fourteen lines aren't enough. That's a short song. Song? 
I guess you could put a sonnet to music, but I don't know how to do that. It's in your genes. You could do it if you wanted to. Paul groaned. He'd inherited Mom's long-standing argument with her uncle. No one cares about great-great-whatever Sean anymore. Everything comes back to him. Great Uncle Jack narrowed his eyes. When will you accept that? Why should I? Mom always said I had choices. Some bastard took her from me, but you can't take that. Paul's throat seemed to thicken.